1: This is Utah Preps Radio, your weekly look inside the high school sports scene in the state of Utah. For the next hour, we'll talk about what's happening on the gridiron and courts around the Beehive State with coaches, athletes, and other prep insiders. Now here's your host of Utah Preps Radio, Moose Bingham.
2: Hello and welcome to another great show of the Utah Preps Podcast. And goodness gracious, do we have a great one for you today. We're going to be talking about news and notes. We're talking about offers and commitments. And we have a whole slew of commitments all the way from Logan to St. George. And we'll be telling you all about them. Then Jesse Christiansen is going to talk about name, image, and likeness. What is name, image, and likeness? I talked about it a little bit last week. But we're going to go into one of the people that are trying to help you guys trying to help provide for you guys, and help guide you guys through this really new territory. I'm excited to see it, but some of these deals that have been made are great, and some of them are horrible. So we're going to be talking about that, how you guys can start benefiting from that right here, right now. But, just to let you know, if you're not starting on your high school team, don't even bother asking me about it. Then, today... We've got the big boys, the masters of disaster. I'm talking about the offensive tackles. Woo! And do we have some big dudes? All the way from 6'7 to 6'1. They are big, they're mean, and they're ready to get after it this year. Some of you guys will move up the list. Some of you guys will move down the list. Some of you guys will end up as guards. And some of you tight ends, you're going to be tackles on my list because that's where you project. Don't get mad at me. Get glad. Hit up a hometown buffet or a Bam Bam's Barbecue or, 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 and just start eating, eating, eating. Get that calorie intake up. Then at 735, we've got Carson Ryan. If you guys don't know who this young man is, you should. He was at Tempview last year. This year, he's at American Fork. One of the top tight ends, not just in the region for one of the top tight ends. Not just in the state, but in the whole gosh darn country. He's going to be amazing. We're going to be talking to him for about 10, 15 minutes. And then I'm going to release the top tight ends in the entire state. And you guys, we have some ballers at tight end. We have some dudes you got to look out for. And you guys know that this isn't the end all be all list. Some of you guys are like, hey, I should be hired. And I'm like, I agree. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what you're going to do during the season. Some of you guys just haven't put your highlight films out, or I've gotten them late. I try to give you guys as much warning as possible. If you're not listening in, listening up, and understanding what's going on, then you're not going to get rated. And you're like, hey, Moose, what do you rate guys on? I'm going to tell you what I rate the tackles on and what I rate the tight ends on. Because a lot of these guys, they just need to know what colleges are looking for so it's going to be all of that let's get into my favorite section though my favorite section of the show is when we talk about offers and commitments we're going to be talking about guys who got offers and what they did to get there and how you guys can get there too so you guys always listen up we're looking for sponsors to sponsor this section in particular i've got some great companies lining up But if you want to be on there, if you're a mom, pop, pizzeria, if you're whatever, and you want the whole state of Utah knowing about what you do, make sure to reach out to me and we'll get you taken care of. So starting out with commitments, we have mad dog Maddox Madsen coming out of American Fork. Boise State got his offer and commitments. Hopefully we get him signed, sealed, and delivered. This is huge. Maddox has been grinding the last few years. And he's an absolute stud. You guys, Maddox Mattson lights up the scoreboard, but he does everything right off the field as well. He is an absolute gem in this state. And I'm happy to have him representing what we're doing. Then, Tevin Osler, Trevin Osler from Bountiful, the big tackle. He's like, I've been playing tight end this whole time. I'm like, great. I don't care. You're a tackle. And BYU said the same thing. He is going to be an absolute monster. He's about 6'5", 260 right now, and he can still be growing. He's still going to be doing stuff, and I'm excited to see how he fits into the BYU offense. Vaisoifua, oh my goodness. You guys, if you want to see controlled aggression at the point of attack, go put on film. You can tell he played defensive line his whole life getting up to this point, and he has absolutely dominated – in the recruiting circles or in the campus camp circuit. And I am so excited to watch Vi and what he's doing and how he's going to impact BYU, not just from a playing standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint, from a recruiting standpoint. He is a huge, huge, huge get. The other ones that we're going to talk about Utah state, you guys, they're not playing around this year. Like At all. Utah State got James Alasio, one of the top offensive linemen in the entire state. Waylon Lapuajo, one of the top linemen in the entire state. He was one of my top centers last year. Kelsey Hansen out of Harriman. Kelsey is an absolute mauler. And then Jacob Reese to round it out. It's a good day to be an Aggie. We'll say that right here, right now. Because they are just cleaning up in the state. They're putting everyone on notice. They, week in and week out, I've been impressed with the efforts of DJT Elevea and the recruiting staff up there. Honestly, it's pretty crazy to watch what they're doing. And then, one of our smaller school players, Trey Lund, committed to snow, which is huge. You guys, I love that the commitment side is filling up, and then the offer side is also Getting a few guys on there. But you guys know that I compare a commitment to a marriage proposal in Provo. It goes through about half the time. You can't rest on your laurels right now, gentlemen. You have to still be grinding, still be working, still be doing everything you can to make sure that these coaches still love what they saw from you from the first day to your last day of your senior year. Be continually improving. Don't you think that you made it yet? Because one of my favorite days of the entire year when I was in college was when the new freshman would come in, say, I'm taking this senior spot, and just get manhandled. You guys have not arrived yet, and you probably won't until your junior year of college. So make sure that you are doing every little thing you can to get better. I mean, meeting with Skyler Maine, meeting with great Trainers like Travis Tuiloma, Ofa, Paula. You guys, there's too many guys here that are invested in your success for you not to be successful. So make sure you go do that. So those were the commitments. Let's go to offers. Ian Morris, the absolute mauler up there in Park City, he has gotten an offer. For
1: This is your one-stop destination for the best in Utah high school sports talk. This is Utah Preps Radio.
2: Hey, you guys. Sorry about that. Sometimes we get a little technical difficulties because this show is rocking. So we'll be having Jesse Christiansen coming on in a little bit, but I'm just going to finish out the last section. Basically, we had commitments, and then we had offers and Ian Morris, Talsilia Khanna, and Jake Jensen, the former quarterback at BYU and at Pleasant Grove, I'm super pumped for him to get that offer to Cal. That's a huge deal, you guys. If you really dream of going to the next level, if you really dream of playing at the highest level, bet on yourself and bet on where you think you can go be successful. That's what Jake just did, and it's paying massive dividends already. He, was about, he wasn't getting a shot at BYU, so he went and decided to go to a junior college, and he got an offer to Cal almost immediately. How cool is that? I think it's amazing. So let me tell you why we're going to have Jesse Christiansen on. Jesse is a father. He loves Falcons. He loves football, and he's a co-host of the, what he says, extremely popular Blades of Steel podcast. So I love that. Make sure you go check out his podcast, Blades of Steel, on Apple Podcasts. But Jesse, what he does that's different than anyone else is he's been preparing for the name, image, and likeness. He's been preparing to help you young men out from day one, and he wants to help guide you through this name, image, and likeness. And not just the young men, but I think football coaches, your name, image, and likeness are going to play critical factors on if you're successful or not. Because we all know there's a problem with kids transferring. Why do they transfer to other coaches instead of you? and Jesse's going to guide this, guide us through this. Jesse, how are you doing on this beautiful day?
3: I'm doing fantastic, Moose. Appreciate it. You know, it's been, a, it's been a wild week. I barely know what day it is and what time it is. So it's <laughs> been quite the roller coaster ride these past few days, I'll tell you what.
2: I freaking love that it's been a wild week for you. So explain to us why it's been so wild and what you've been up to.
3: Yeah, you bet. So, you know, I appreciate the introduction. This is a, it has been a bizarre experience. If you can almost imagine preparing for a game for three years that you don't know the rules for, uh, that's a little bit what this has been like. And, you know, we've kind of seen it fumbled a few times at a national level and by the NCAA. So to have it launch so undefined and unclear, um, you know, unfortunately, these coaches and these athletes They've really been scrambling to kind of do their best to find out what am I allowed to do, what's going on here. And uh, we've been super proud at Encore to kind of be available, to be an advocate, to be as caught up on the legislation nationwide at a state level and with the schools and really just help people kind of navigate this. And, And really, it's just the beginning, you know, new ideas and guidelines and questions are coming up every day. So. Yeah, it's absolutely been crazy.
2: So I've been cracking up because a lot of the kids I interact with, they might not be the marquee players. So when you're looking for an athlete that you're going to represent, what is it that you look for exactly? And can all athletes do this or is it just a select few number?
3: You know, what? that's a great question. So um, here's a couple of things we're going to find out the next little bit. We're, we're going to find those laws of supply and demand. Right. So. I think right now there is a lot of demand for athletes. And also, you know, I kind of have a caution and a warning to all athletes that, you know, I've been telling everyone the same thing, which is, you know, four things I've kind of been telling them. First of all, just slow down and take a breath. Mm. If someone wants to sponsor you, if someone wants to give you money today, those same people are going to be here tomorrow. So as an athlete, you should chill out a little bit and kind of see what the market is for you. And you're going to know. these kids, look, their DMs, their phone calls, all sorts of things. There are athletes who, you know, brands have been reaching out to them for quite a long time, well before July 1st, um, fortunately or unfortunately, you know. (laughs) And so a lot of these kids kind of know their demand, and some kids may be sitting and saying, hey, what about me? So I think the first thing is is look at look at how much you're getting bombarded or asked or not, and then formulate a strategy from there. And same thing for us as an agency, right? Uh, with my partner Brian, we've been doing this in the professional space for a lot of years. It's a little more established. Players kind of know, based off of their social media following or their position in the NFL or NBA, what they can expect. We're we're seeing offers all over the place, from five dollars to thousands and thousands of dollars in long-term commitment. So, um, and, and there is something you can do, right? And and this is where we really think we bring a lot of value to the Valley. And I'll tell you what, if you're an athlete who's maybe worried that you're not going to see anything, m- make sure you align yourself with someone in the space who's attempting to take care of you there. I'll tell you this. There are a lot of brands ready to really do the right on this and share a great story and, and spread the wealth right they realize you know large teams large groups of people across a diverse amount of sports they're willing to pay these guys and really be a great ambassador for for their brand so i I would say sit down and then and then make sure that you have someone to help help you kind of gauge what your demand is and what your value is in the space
2: Hmm. i i actually like that a lot so do you only work with athletes, and when they are gauging it, how do you like tell them you're like, hey, you're worth more, or you might be worth less? Do you do that tactfully, or are you just like, bro, got to figure it out, dude?
3: <laughs> yeah, no, look, look, we're pretty honest with our clients, but if you've looked at the name of our agency, the name of our agency is Encore, which talks about a second act. So I would tell any kid really, Look there, look Moose. You and I are football guys, and football is one of the sports that once you take those cleats and the helmet off, you don't get to play it again. You don't get to experience it again. If you're an athlete, this time in your life, the sport you're playing really still is way more important than a few hundred bucks. But the encore portion, this is really about what you do post career. So I would I would tell every athlete to look at this way more than just the amount of dollars they're gonna make. But what types of circles and relationships are they now gonna be exposed to that could help them post-career? Whether you're gonna go to the NFL or the NBA, or whether you're gonna graduate as a senior and that's your last game when you walk off the court. This really is an opportunity to expand your network, to learn about other businesses, and, and to be able to interact in a way that unfortunately we just weren't allowing these kids to do anymore. And so that that's really what we preach, right? Mm. Take a holistic look at what are your aspirations off the field? What is your brand as a whole? You're not just an athlete. Do you love music? Are you going to be a doctor and and let the world know those things while you have this stage? So you can take advantage of this NIL and way more than just getting dollars. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're very honest, you know, depending on your position and your social media following. Those are somewhat going to dictate the amount of dollars that you get. But if you're a good brand ambassador, you play well on the field, some of these kids might be surprised um, that they jump to the front of the line for offers over others who who may be in a bigger position on the field or with bigger stats.
2: I love that. So it was always interesting to me. I was a recruiter for BYU. I played for BYU. and. We had one kid come through, he had just graduated with honors from SUU, and he was like, hey, I need to get an internship, though, to really solidify my graduation very quickly. Because of the BYU connections, because of the connections we had in place for him, he was able to get that internship, and he was walking in and he beat out a hundred other applicants and threw up the Y saying, go Kooks!" And I'm like, good job, buddy. (laughs) But... That's just one example of how you can take these relationships that you're talking about and build them. So a lot of the people that listen to my show are actually football coaches. So how important do you think it is for them to build their brand? And do you think it's going to affect the high school coaches and the high school players with this new name, image, and likeness as well?
3: Absolutely. You know, I can't imagine a thing that has happened in sports that has changed the landscape like it has in. We've obviously been out and talking in the community to players and coaches, and it's been fun and exciting. And look, it's, it's also been a little bit, I've seen some of these coaches and seen maybe the fear or the trepidation of what is happening to my profession or my sport. Right. And it's something, it's something we're all going to have to adjust to work through together. You know, one of the reasons I got in this space is just my pure love for football and college sports. And so I felt like, hey, I could sit back and watch this happen or I could jump in and take my financial resources and my network and help be on the positive side of steering this in the right direction. So if I'm a coach, absolutely, you know, they need to be engaged on social media. These are where these things are happening. You need to start following the sports business side of the world, you know, the Darren Ravels and these types of places. Um, And I'll send you some links afterwards that you can pass out on the next show of, of great newsletters and blogs you can follow that talk about this stuff. And, you know, I would fully expect to see a PFF type of place that simply is engaged in the financial statistics by state, by university. And, you know, the one thing is all of these transactions, the schools, the schools require that they're turned in. They're going to review what the deal is. We're going to have the financial dollar amount attached to these deals. And after a year, we're going to have statistics. And, and that's going to impact recruiting dramatically. And if you're a coach, you better up be up to speed on, is there a state where players are flocking? Because on average, those players make more. And why is that happening? And within regulation, You know, how can you do your part to also make sure your school is marketable um, and that your kids are seeing those dollars? So 100 percent, this has changed the landscape of recruiting forever.
2: I I think that's awesome recruiting, not just in college, but in high school. I think these high school coaches, because in the state of Utah, we have 70 kids with Division One scholarships right now. Well, more than that, actually. But For this little population to have that much talent is absolutely absurd, but we need to get our coaches paid more. It's not worth it for X amount of money. We need to get them 10X that amount of money to keep our coaches here and not let them get poached to other states and other environments because it's going to be harder for them to live here with the rising housing prices, with the rising cost of just about everything. So we can really help our coaches out and take our state to the next level. Well, Jesse, how can our listeners get a hold of you?
3: Yeah, you can go on and find us at EncoreMarketing.com, um, Encore Marketing on Instagram. Please feel free. The last thing I want to leave everyone with is we are here for the long haul. We're here to be an advocate and on the right side of these things. You guys, if you're athletes, take caution. Do not sign a deal without having an attorney look over it without having a finance department look over it, without making sure the people representing you are turning it into all of the appropriate places where you could get yourself in trouble. Be safe on this. Our our phone is always available. I will take a call. We'll give free advice at any time. We want to be an advocate here in the state of Utah for this thing um, being a good story. And being what it's supposed to be, which is these players who have amount of popularity and are really giving it all out on the field, are compensated properly and not taken advantage of. So please hit us up at any moment. We'd love to talk and kind of guide you through this.
2: So you guys, make sure you go follow Jesse at Jesse Christia at 15. And give him a holler. See how he can help you out because that's huge. Jesse, thank you so much for being on our lines.
3: Thank you, Moose. And, you know, I'm a football junkie, so next time I'll take the marketing hat off and let's just get down and dirty in football.
2: Oh, I love it. Maybe I'll have to hop on your podcast and we'll talk really going deep into the football.
3: Let's do it, man. You're always (laughs) welcome. Open invite.
2: Okay, appreciate you, Jesse. So, you guys, make sure you understand the name, image, and likeness. Reach out to Jesse, coaches, players, parents. Let's make sure that we're educated And we don't sign away our name, image, and likeness to things that we don't fully support. I think that's absolutely huge. So since we did take a break in the first little section, I'm going to release the offensive tackles. And you guys know that I have been watching film like it's going out of style. I've been doing this for years now. And here are my offensive tackles. Some of you guys didn't get your film in. And you guys, the offensive tackles in this class are deep. So, let's start with my offensive tackles, one to watch. We've got Caden Chidester, 6'8", 240 pounds out of Richfield. No film on him, but great size. Destin Christensen, 6'5", 180 out of Green Canyon. Aaron Dunn is a guy that you guys should definitely go look at. The 2025 prospect is 6'8", 250. Jase Joson Hall-Starks out of Providence Hall, 6'6", 250. Porter Hayes, 6'5", 245 out of Weber. Spencer Hill, 6'5", 275 out of Layton. Dwayne Hudson, 6'5", 220 out of Canyonview. Jeff Lewis, 6'6", 270 out of Orem. Strands Mangisi, 6'4", 295 out of Provo. You guys, he is a monster. Go watch him. Cole Millward, 6'5", 255 out of Roy. Dason Moore, 6'6", 3'10", out of Pineview. Lewis Schwenke, 6'5", 305 out of Hunter. 2024, Jensen Somerville, 6'5", 230 out of Lehigh. Stuart Tufa, he will end up being a five-star, mark my words. 6'2", 275 out of Desert Hills. He's a twenty twenty five. I just didn't have any film on him. Peyton Thibodeau, 6'7", 250 out of Westlake. And Cio Capay. Wallace, 6'5", 273 out of East, 2024. You guys, a lot of these guys are young, and it's just absolutely crazy. And, of course, you guys know that I'm going to do a deep dive on this list in Utah Preps podcast after. But let's just go over what we're looking at. Size, I'm looking for guys that are 6'7". Athleticism constantly getting to the second level. Burst, beating his man off the ball. Hands, getting his hands in the right position and taking control with a great punch. Football IQ, making the calls at the line identifying the guys that should be they should be blocking pass blocking run blocking endurance grit leverage flexibility is a key and i need a lineman that's nasty so coming in at number 21 i've got jake alice six foot four 250 pounds out of ridge line at 20 we've got nick lobert six foot five 280 pounds out of mountain ridge at number 19 we've got sam evans six foot four 255 pounds coming out of jordan and number 18 we've got Rave Horatio, 6'6", 250 out of Juan Diego. He is raw in my goodness. If you guys can get the Fijian, whoo he is, or the Tahitian, sorry. He is a monster. At number 17, we've got Brooks McGiven, 6'5", 280, coming out of Morgan. At number 16, we've got a man that's playing tight end. Little does he know he's going to be a tackle, 6'5", 235 out of Green Canyon. Kyle Baker, I think he's 255 now, honestly. At number 15, we've got Moake Tiatori 6'5", 270 out of Juan Diego. They just make them big at Juan Diego, my goodness. At number 14, we've got striker Rashid, 6'5", 255 out of Weber. And number 13, we've got Matthew Frederick, 6'5", out of East. He's playing tight end right now, but he actually grades out better at tackle. And that happens with our number 12 guy as well, Trevin Osler, the BYU commit, 6'5", 240. Coming in at number 11, we've got Bryce Radford, one of my favorite tackles in the entire state, coming in at 6'6", 285. At number 10, a guy that would have been higher if he had his film in on time, and I could actually have watched it, is Tilafi Tila, uh, Ta'ala, coming out of Alta, 6'7", 280, 2023. Woo! At number nine, we've got another big boy, Isaiah Garcia, 6'5", 270, 2024. Peter Falunico, 6'3", 305. He says he's 6'4 now. I got to get that verified. Someone get the measuring tape out, and let's measure him. And number seven, we've got Teague Anderson, 6'5", 270. (sighs) Teague's a big boy, and he can play all of the offensive line positions as well. Still growing. And number six, I've got Jacob Reese, 6'6", 283, coming out of Brighton. One of the most underrated kids in the entire state. I don't understand it. But all I know is that Utah State got an absolute steal in Jacob reese and the next man, Kelsey Hansen, 6'5, 275. You watch this film, you're like, that man has bad intentions. And number four, we've got James Olisio, 6'4, 280, 2022, coming out of Tipview. And then I've got a 23 in here, Junior Sia, 6'6, 300 pounds. You guys if you want to see a legit tackle that's a 23 go watch junior sia he has an opportunity to fight for that number one spot and number two we've got eric wilder six foot five 270 2022, coming out of syracuse already committed to a pac-12 school and he is going to washington state and they are so excited to get him and then my number one coming in at six foot five 250 pounds 2023 he does everything at a high level his feet and hands are what separate and makes him elite the jump he made from last year this year is absolutely unbelievable he's a different man in between those lines i've searched for a long time and a weakness in his game ladies and gentlemen the only nitpicky thing i can find is his weight but that's going to come in time honestly he's the most complete tackle in this state since kingsley Suomatea. i am talking about the one the only spencer fano You guys, so those are your offensive tackles for the preseason. I'm willing to bet a lot of these guys make huge jumps. I'm looking at Bryce Radford, Talafi Talala, Matthew Frederick. I mean, we have riches in the offensive line position, and I think that we can make it to the next level with all of the guys we have on a ton of different fronts. But we're going to take a break before we get talking about tight ends the men that can catch the ball and block and we've got a real treat for you i'm talking to one of the top tight ends in the entire state one of my favorite people carson ryan so this is moose bingham on espn 960 and espn 700 and we'll be right back
1: this is your one-stop destination for the best in utah high school sports talk this is utah preps radio Stay in the oh I let's go
2: nothing better than coming back with sometimes. a great song Pieces so we have a man coming on the phone lines he was raised on the gridiron sometimes. his dad Chaz ryan coached About at snow college and at hard. southern virginia and carson reps those colors proudly he comes in at 6'4", 245 at american fork and he could be the number one tight end in the state we're gonna have to find out but the future bruin He's not just a good football player. He's a good man. Carson Ryan, how are you doing on this beautiful night?
4: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
2: Oh, just amazing. I get to talk about high school football. I get to see where American Fork is, and I get to see what's going on with your life and how you're improving each and every day. So, Carson, how is it being a caveman nowadays?
4: Oh, it's great. I've met a ton of great players over there. and ton of good friends. and I can't wait for this season.
2: So, Carson... Are you a little apprehensive about playing in that Region 4 now, or are you ready for the challenge?
4: Uh, I'm excited. It's going to be a ton of good competition, playing a ton of good teams that any one of us can go out and win on any night, and it's going to be exciting.
2: So your whole entire offense is absolutely loaded. I mean, your quarterback's Mm -hmm. committed to Boise State, one of the tight ends that... Rolls with you, Noamoyaki, is going to BYU, mm-hmm. and you yourself are going to UCLA, and Fisher Ingersoll, he could end up anywhere from USC to Alabama to New Mexico. We just don't know. So, mm-hmm. who are you most excited to play with on that offense, and do you feel like it almost alleviates pressure on on you?
4: Well, I'm, I'm excited to play with all of them. They're all they're all great talent, and they all, all push each other in practice, too, and No and Fisher are both really good two-way players, so being able to go against them two and one-on-one, Really nice, and you know, they're, all, they're both really good guys, too. And Maddox, he's a great quarterback. He's the best in the state, in my opinion, easily.
2: You know,
4: but being able to play with him is, is, is amazing. But It's, it's going to be a great year with those guys.
2: We've actually been debating that recently, who the best quarterback is. I'll be coming out with my list before the season, but mm-hmm. I love that you're promoting your quarterback right here right now on Utah Preps Radio, giving him a shout-out, saying, hey, this Bronco can roll. So Carson, mm-hmm. yeah. what have you been doing to get ready for this next season?
4: Well, uh, I, I just been training. You know, every day I'm out there, multiple sessions a day, just preparing. You know, getting with the team, getting with the team right now. Make sure we're going to do routes almost every day with quarterbacks and wide receivers, and just going out and kind of forming that bond too as a team and just getting ready, getting ready, learning the new offense. So I've been playing the playbook a lot this year, making sure to, that I know everything. and I'm ready to whatever comes.
2: I love that. So, with the name, image, and likeness coming out, did that affect your decision to choose UCLA over other schools?
4: Uh, yeah, it did a little bit. You know, being in that uh, LA county, it's such a such a huge area with a ton of a ton of opportunities and businesses and a lot of influential people out there. So, going out there, you'll be able to get that connection with all those people, and that that would definitely played a huge part in my decision.
2: Mm, I love it. So. Carson, if you had one offer to give to UCLA, to any kid in the state, and he had to go with you there, who would you choose and why?
4: Oh, that's, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one, but there's a few. You know, I, I Maddox is up there. He's a, he's a really good quarterback. His size hurts him getting recruiting-wise, but I think he's just as good as anyone down there in the state. Fisher's another really good player, and, you know, they're, they're talking to me about him, so we'll see if we can get him that off soon. And, you know, a few of the guys from Simpy, who are really good players I was great friends with, it would be great to go play with them, too, out there. Like Puna Alicini or, you know, Braxton and or those guys. But, you know, that's a tough question. And then you got the corner canicers, too, like Harry and Cody. There's a ton of great talent to stay on. That's a hard choice, hard <laughs> choice to make.
2: <laughs> oh, you thwarted that question. I like it. You gave a shout-out yeah. to just about everyone in the state, but you didn't give me the right answer. <laughs> so, Carson. Who, who would you give it to? Oh, I'd give it to myself. I'm the greatest player out of the met. Just kidding. I don't know. You're absolutely right. There's a lot of good talent here. I mean, Spencer Fano would be a kid that I'd be very – Oh, yeah. I'd think a lot about bringing him with me. And Lander Landerbark oh, yeah. would probably be my number one choice. Yeah. Just he's very good oh, yeah. at the football, and yeah, ice ice moa is very good as well. It's yeah, like to I bring do. him along. I mean, Amino yeah, Monet is a good player, but I really like Cody Hagan, Just what he brings to yeah. the field. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. it is a tough
4: question. Yeah, there's, just, there's so much. I, you know, I thought of all those guys, but it's you know I can only name so many people because there's a ton of good talent out here right now.
2: Yeah, one kid that's really been interesting to me is Tausilia Kana as well i'm excited to watch mm-hmm. this next year so oh yeah with moving to american fork you've been on the gridiron the whole basically your whole life how has it been mm-hmm. growing up with a football coach in your family and has that been difficult or has it been a huge advantage for you
4: uh, i think it's been a huge advantage because you know growing up i've learned about the sport all the time you Now, ever, ever since i was born i've had a football in my hands and you know, being around him, he's he's able to help me with the recruiting process too, which has been a huge help and kind of what to expect. And, you know, just being able to learn from him about the game and it's it's just been a huge advantage, I think.
2: So I'm very excited to watch you play tight end in this new offense. If you could describe your game to us, how would you describe your game and yourself?
4: Uh, I would say I'm a uh, I'd say what I, what I am is a 50-50 tight end. You know, I can block and I can get nasty on the line, but then I can go around with anyone out there. You know, I, I think I'm a really good route runner, be dangerous in the passing game, and that's what I want to be You know, in the NFL. I want to be that true 50-50 guy.
2: And that's exactly who you are. That's the interesting thing when I watch your game. I always get excited because you're a big body out there. I'm like, man, that kid might end up being an offensive tackle or guard. He has the ability mm-hmm. and the size to do it. But then I watch you run routes, and it's like watching an elephant being a ballerina. It's the craziest thing mm-hmm. I've ever seen, and I absolutely love it. You take your game to the next level. So are you glad the recruiting process is over? Was that stressful at all for you?
4: Yeah, no, I'm glad. it's All that stress is gone. It, it, is, it is a bit stressful because it's a huge decision you're making for your life. I and having that decision down, having it down early, too, is, it's nice. I can kind of just lay back. You know, I I know the place I'm going to is a really good place and I can just focus on the season now.
2: So what advice would you give to our younger listeners that are about to really enter their junior year? And I'm talking about the 23 class. What would you advise them about the recruiting process?
4: Um, I would just advise them make, make connections with people, get your name out there. The more you can do that, especially on social media and with the, Name, image, and likeness coming out, too. And uh, the more people you know, the more opportunities you'll get as far as meeting coaches and getting that extra money now, too, with the NIL.
2: Well, let's make sure we line your pockets, all right? So how can yeah. everyone get a hold of you, Kars?
4: Um, Well, they can text my Twitter at Carson Ryan or my Instagram at Carson Ryan 20. Uh, those, that's probably the best way to get a hold of me.
2: Oh, I love the number 20. Why are you repping that?
4: Yep. Oh, that's, that's my mom's number. I've, I've had that number since I was a little kid.
2: Ah, best answer ever for a number. You're the freaking man, Carson. Thank you so much for blessing us on the radio waves, and we'll be watching you really closely. we got to head to break yep. you guys. Carson is an absolute stud. Make sure you follow him. This is Moose Bingham on ESPN 700 and ESPN 960. Is this
0: the real
1: life? Ooh. You're listening it's to Utah Preps to Radio. So this Stay is the real
2: life for you ladies and gentlemen and we've got tight ends they can block eyes. like an offensive tackle They'll they can catch like a wide receiver and they need to get paid like them too we just had a great guest in carson ryan but we're going to be talking about tight ends to watch out for and tight ends i've got 16 that i'm really looking at that i'm like ooh, these could be the next dudes so tight ends i'm watching out for joe barlow at providence high school gavin besher 6 foot 4 185 2023 coming out of Park City. Josh Davis. Oh absolute stud. 6'4, 190 coming out of Skyridge. Caden Eggert, 6'3 coming out of Davis. Um KJ Fisher out of Cedar Valley. Luke Hansen out of Farmington. Christian Hansen out of Manti. Yes, that's right. He's 6'3. Look out for him. Jackson Harris coming out of West Jordan. Elijah Henry coming out of Hunter. Cole Millward coming out of Roy. Kobe Moore coming out of Lehigh. Tyson Moton, coming out of Pineview. Mitch Nelson coming out of Farmington. Helaman Ofengawe coming out of Lehigh. It's going to be his first year. Champ Porter, someone I'm excited to watch, coming out of ALA, real team player. Absolute stud. Dylan Poland, coming out of Crimson Cliffs. Rhett Rice out of Davis. Roger Cialopega coming out of Orem. Jesse Erickson out of West Jordan, 6'6", 180. Whoo, that's a big boy. And now we're going to go into the tight ends from number 16 all the way down to one. We'll see where Carson ends up on this list. I'm super excited, and I know you are too. Coming in out of number 16, we've got Spies Tia, 6'2", 205 pounds, coming out of Cypress. And number 15, we've got Duncan Henstra, 6'3", 205 at ALA. At number 14 we've got kj Leatoa, six foot four 220 pounds coming out of salem hills and number 13 we've got luke olson six foot five 210 pounds 2024 out of morgan somebody get that kid to hometown buffet and number 12 we've got Kaime fangupo six foot three 220 pounds coming out of bingham and number 11 eric olson is gracing our radio ears six foot five 200 pounds out of desert hills at number 10 we've got carson arnold six foot four 215 pounds out of box elder Whew, i get hyped with this music i freaking love it at number nine we've got a kid that i've seen at multiple seven on sevens multiple camps it's his first year playing football and he is going to bless some of you guys he is an absolute monster i'm talking about anthony olson six foot four 230 pounds 2022 out of olympus Yeah, that's right. Start the music up again. We're in the top 10. At number eight, I've got Luke Wilden coming in at 6'3", 220 out of Weber. At number seven, I've got Tucker Englebright, 6'5", 210 pounds out of Wasatch. And I hope he's been hitting up Bam Bam's Barbecue and a bunch of other places. At number six, we've got Anisi Purcell, 6'3", 250 pounds coming out of Bountiful already has an offer to suu and i like that kid a lot and number five we've got cole clement he says i'm a wide receiver i'm like hey you're six four two ten you're about to be six five you're probably going to be a tight end which is a great move for you young man and number four we've got tegan carlton six foot three 245 pounds coming out of Skyridge. and number three we have max bateman he is an absolute load at 6'3, 215 out of Lone Peak. He's a 2023. Has a chance to be our number one tight end in the class of 2023. And number two, we have one of my two favorite tight ends in American Fork, Noah Moiyaki. 6'3, 205 pounds. He plays basketball. He plays football. He does it all. He's an absolute monster. And BYU is getting a good one in him. And then coming in at number one, the man that's graced our airwaves before. And hopefully we'll grace him again. I'm talking about Carson, the man, Ryan. Six foot four, 245 pounds. He'll block you. He'll tackle you. He'll catch the ball over you. And he's an absolute good guy outside the lines and a monster in between the lines. So, you guys, there's our tight ends. There's our tackles. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of flack from you guys, but know that you have a chance to move up. This isn't the end of the line. This isn't the final grades. This is like a midterm. You guys, get your grades up. Get your position ranking up because I have college coaches call me every single week. Don't forget to tune in to Utah Preps podcast after this. I will be going a deep dive into each position, and you're like, "What did you see, Moose? Why'd you rank me there?" I'll tell you on that, and it's great. The other thing we've got going on: make sure you guys are conscientious of your name, image, and likeness. I can't say that enough. That's why I had Jesse on earlier. If you haven't catch caught that, go back and do that. Make sure you guys check it out. And you guys, I'm getting some questions. Hey. How did I not make the tackle list? Some of you guys, I switched you to interior linemen. You'll see that there's amazing guys that I think would actually blossom better at interior lineman. Like Connor Peterson, absolute stud. We've got two guys playing tackle at Lone Peak in Connor Pay and Earth. Connor Pay. Yeah, Connor Pay and um, Brown you guys, some of you are playing tackle in high school, but you're going to be projected to be high school or college guards, and you guys are absolute monsters. So that's what we're doing. Make sure to give me a holler if you need anything. I'm here to help you out. I love you guys. Have a great week. Know that I will not be available this next week. I'm going on vacation. It only happens once a year, so I'm going to enjoy it. If you guys need me, just hit me up on Twitter. I'll do whatever I can to get back to you. And have a great week. This is Moose Bingham signing off of Utah Preps podcast or Utah Preps radio on ESPN 960 and ESPN 700.